everyone. Coming up, Disney Cruise Line has announced new itineraries for 2018. Opening dates were announced for Star Wars Land, Pandora, and on top of that, a new fireworks show was also announced. A new bar and a new nighttime show made their debuts, and so much more since the last show that we recorded many moons ago. Live from the Barb Varley Studio <laughs> in Orlando, Florida, this is The Dis Unplugged. <laughs> This is the Diz Unplugged episode 929 for the week of February 21st, 2017. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation and Disney Cruise Line vacation. You can visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged. I am uh, your host filling in for Pete Werner today, Craig Williams. I don't know if I said that correctly, <laughs> but I am also joined alongside by the lovely Teresa Eccles. Happy birthday, John. Oh, is that a good second? No, I'm getting to that. Oh, no, that is kissing butt like crazy. <laughs> Steve Porter's here. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Coming up, Disney Cruise Line has announced uh, new itineraries for oh, 2018. Mute on that. Opening dates were Where? announced for Star Wars, on my computer, <laughs> Andorra, and on Sorry. <laughs> that browser must still be brought up. That was weird. Wow, that's <laughs> I've never had that happen. I apologize. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and then also with us is <laughs> Kathy Worling. Hi, everybody. And Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. And then back on the controls, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. So. Hi, Rhino. Hey, Teresa. Hi. So, yes, um, I, as I said before, I am Craig Williams. I'm obviously not Pete Warner. Uh, Pete is actually currently sick right now. He should be in Las Vegas uh, along with uh, John and Kevin, who are on their way, or they will be getting there today. Uh, but they are celebrating John's birthday, which is today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, John. John. Uh, and Happy tomorrow birthday. night, <laughs> tomorrow night, they'll be going to see Cher. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, share. yeah, share. It's a really big deal. So, I uh, saw share on her last tour, to be honest with you. It was a, a present to myself for graduating, and it was the best. One, you know, at 70 years old, it's still like the best concert I've ever seen in my life. I saw share with Sonny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. That's when they so, first started. Long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> with my fur vest. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, uh, yeah, we wish you a happy birthday, John. And for Pete, well, we hope he gets better yes. very soon. Get well soon. Yes. So, uh, Kathy, I believe you have a little bit of housekeeping that you also sent into because I do not have that brought up. So I, I don't have it either. Um, the new <laughs> you can guess. <laughs> the New Jersey Diz Meet is um, coming up. So check the Diz board for details. Yes, I believe it is sometime in April. Um, Steve, yes, can Teresa, you bring that you up? That yes, email. I can bring the email up. Yeah. I did. While you're doing that, I need to say, if I seem a little distracted during this show, it's because I am literally inputting stuff into the database with the 2018 itineraries. Corey. So, we, we, I, hey, I couldn't stay home. Had to be here. If I seem distracted, I'm over here eating. Because <laughs> 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 I missed lunch. Uh, New Jersey Disney. We want to talk yeah. about that. Uh, so when is it? It is April 28th to the 30th. Uh, it's at the Best Western Plus Fairfield Executive Inn in Fairfield, New Jersey. Uh, and they say it's going to be two days of fun, silent auction, dinner, and entertainment. So Two days? 
Two fun days. Two fun days. Wow. Well, that is exciting. So if you are in the greater New Jersey area, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, uh, there's a bunch of other states around there, I believe. Uh, make sure you definitely check into that. We've gone in years past. I have no idea if we're going this year. Um, we'll probably find out like the weekend before <laughs> it happens uh, if we will be attending or not. Uh, but yes, if you're interested in that, it's obviously for a very, very good cause. So uh, we hope we hope you'll get out there and support it. Um, moving on with housekeeping, I actually have uh, some some sad news to bring up, and uh, I'm. Very sorry to say this, but Oliver is no longer a part of our Diz team. Uh, he recently decided to resign his position, uh, and he knew he wouldn't be a part of another show. So he did send us a message along that he could share with everyone. He said, I am saddened to inform you all that my time at the Diz has come to an end. As one that does not like long, drawn-out goodbyes, I have kept my decision to leave from the viewers private. I would like to take this time to express my thanks to Pete for providing this opportunity, and I would like to also express my thanks to a wonderful and talented team of people that I have been lucky enough to work with. However, the time has come for me to take the next step in my career. I will truly miss you all. So we wish Oliver the best of luck in his future endeavors and... Uh, now we will miss all the the dedication he put into this. He yes, was a very hard will. worker. So and cute. What do I got to look at now? Ow! Ouch! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do some sort of like I oh, wish I knew hey. the British send off and. Okay, Governor. I don't. <laughs> that's probably not it. <laughs> I managed to offend him even on his last day. I apologize, Oliver. I apologize, yes. friend. Good luck, Oliver. Yes. Yeah. So, moving on with housekeeping, let's go over the shows that are happening this week. Uh, so, on Mondays, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show with uh, John Tracy, Kevin, and other people. Uh, last week, there was the Royal, uh, they did a show on Royal Caribbean's Concierge Suite Services and such. Um, and that is available now. And next week will be part one of uh, their coverage on their Alpine Magic ABD that they took a long, long time ago. Uh, but it's very interesting. So look for that on Mondays. Uh, also released on Mondays, but recorded live on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock p.m. at Mixler.com is the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged. And this week, Michael continues his look at Disneyland in the 1990s, including the opening of the Indiana Jones Adventure and the premiere of Light Magic. Um, Tuesdays, that's us. Uh, Wednesdays. Um, right now, we currently don't have uh, best and worst shows coming out for you. Those will be back in just a little bit when Pete can sit down and take some time to record them when he's not violently ill like he has been. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, Steve and Rhino have a uh, little mini-sode coming up for you tomorrow. So what's that about, Stevie? Uh, yeah, we did a little mini-sode about if we were to go back to being a cast member again, what five attractions we would want to work on. So it was fun. Spoiler alert, I said none. Yeah, but I, no. I, I made you think I know, something. he did. It was, it's a, it was actually ended up being a really good conversation, too. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of it went into being like what a cast member is all about at the yeah. end, too. So. See, I thought you were going to say if we could go back in time, like on a little time machine. But well, maybe we do. Maybe we did. If you're a Patreon supporter, you already have access to that, and you can be enjoying it right now. Yes, exactly. Um, Then this week on Thursday, live at 1 o'clock, will be the Universal Edition podcast. And on that one, Rhino and I are going to get everyone in the spirit for Fat Tuesday. 
mm-hmm. on a Thursday by talking about this year's Universal Mardi Gras event. Don't look at Corey. Oh, I'll be I'll be at the real one. I'll be, and too bad your show doesn't fall on a on a on a Tuesday because I would Skype in. I, I was say I'll Skype like, in. We should have had you I'm Skype sure. in, but I'm not sure that you'll be in the condition that needed. Yes. Yeah. We'd have to change the rating. <laughs> well. <laughs> I was just hoping you'd say laissez les bon but you know, no, that's fine. So you can look for that this Thursday at one o'clock. We'll have that, and then Fridays, of course, Diz Pop. Rhino, what do we got uh, this week? We're going to be talking about some, you know, the Disney Entertainment news. They released the casting information for the Lion King live action remake. There's Mulan's got a director now, and um, there was a third one. Oh, the Beauty and the Beast clip with Emma Watson, the Bonjour song. And then um, we're going to be taking some Oscar bets. Mm. And uh, so I'll go over what I do for my when I hang out with my friends to watch the Oscars and how you can take that with you into your own home and have a fun little game out of it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So that will be available on Friday. And I believe that is it for the shows. Does anyone else have any housekeeping they'd like to bring up? No. Les no. les bon temps roulés. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> uh, do does Oliver normally is do we talk about Patreon on every episode now or do people know or it, well you can mention Patreon okay, if well, you like how about this Rhino's I'll, here from the parks uh, uh, where are you Rhino currently <laughs> are I'm you at, I'm at Pirates of the Caribbean um, <laughs> um, well so I'll talk about Patreon and then I've got a little uh, video I'm working on that'll be just explaining it for those out there who are sick and tired of hearing it or who are just confused about what it is so look for that on our YouTube channel but um, it's basically just a site where you can as a listener or a fan of the show, you can just contribute uh, monetarily um, anything from like a dollar to a hundred dollars. Um, there's different tiers where you'll get early access to some vlogs, you'll get exclusive materials. I've been putting out a lot of like wallpapers, iPhone wallpapers, uh, music playlists. That's a new thing. I did um, some of my favorite songs, and you'll get some of those from the other members of the team and all, all that fun stuff. And it's just kind of a way for you to like support us a little bit. You can give as little or as much as you want for as long as you want or as little as you want and get some of that cool access to it, to some fun behind-the-scenes stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. Patreon.com slash Diz Unplugged. Yeah. Probably the most important part that I forgot to say. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, with that, uh, we are going to go into the news um, because I literally just got back on vacation. Uh I didn't have time to prepare all the news stories and stuff. So, uh, well, well, we're still doing news, but I didn't give them to Teresa in time to read them all. Plus, I'm pretty sure her brain would explode because we have, I believe, eight or nine news stories. I could handle it if I felt like I wanted to. <laughs> we, I mean, we have a ton because we missed out on a lot of stuff that happened last week. It's a shame there wasn't a show. Um, but let's kick it off. And we'll start with uh, Disney Cruise Line released uh, some new itineraries and ports today for 2018. Uh, so the um, in summer 2018, Disney Cruise Line will sail on new itineraries and to new ports, including first-time visits to destinations in Italy and Ireland. Uh, Disney Cruise Line takes guests on a grand tour of Europe with visits to the Mediterranean, Northern Europe, Norway, and Iceland. Plus, adventures continue with sailings to Alaska, the Caribbean, and the Bahamas. So, for the first time, guests can experience the rich culture of Barcelona and inspiring history of Rome as bookend experiences in a single cruise. Um, On... June 16th, 2018, the Disney Magic will sail a seven-night cruise from Barcelona to... Sevilla, 
I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> the that. The Rome port. The Rome port. Thank you. Ports of call include Marseille, uh, Villa Franche in France, and Genoa. Oh, Teresa should have. Livorno. Couldn't be any worse. And there's more with that one. I just can't. I would have done it with interpretive dance, but you know, it's okay. The Ireland ports are exciting. Oh, you, you, I'm sorry. Were you not done? We can get to that. Oh, okay. Um, you said there was more to that. I'm sorry. No, there is. I mean, then there's also a 10-night Mediterranean itinerary that will be sailing from Barcelona on July 7th. That is currently added to our database right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that, that is in there. So if you want to put a request Where's the prize, Matron, with like there. an applause right now? <laughs> okay, so in Ireland, Cork is home to a vibrant culinary scene and plethora of pubs, shops, cafes. It invites visitors to connect with with Ireland's ancient past with historic sites like the Blarney Castle, where Mm. visitors can kiss the famed Blarney Stone. Uh, Throughout the summer, the Disney Magic's tour of Europe continues with engagements in the Baltic, Norwegian fjords, British Isles, and the Mediterranean. Uh, The Disney Wonder will return to Alaska, of course. The Disney Fantasy will embark on a special 11-night Southern Caribbean itinerary departing June 30th, 2018, visiting destinations like Aruba, Barbados, Martinique, 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 thank you, St. Kitts, Puerto Rico, and the Disney private island Castaway Key. So speaking of Castaway Key, um, there will be a couple times where there will be uh, two stops at Castaway Key, including on July 6th, 20th, and July 4th, the Disney Dream will sail from Port Canaveral on four night cruises to Nassau with two stops at Castaway Key. Um... And on June 1st, 10th, 15th, 24th, 29th, and July 8th, the Disney Dream will sail from Port Canaveral, Florida on five-night cruises to Nassau, Bahamas, Nassau in the Bahamas, plus two stops at Castaway Key. And all these bookings will be open to the general public on Thursday, February 23rd, 2017. And, of course, we recommend Dreams Unlimited Travel for that, including two people at the tables. Anyone's that's, any one of these that stick out that... Get you excited? Double dips at yes. Castaway are going to be very popular. Oh, I thought you were talking about between Teresa and Kathy asking everybody else. I didn't know which one. Get, you could <laughs> choose wisely, Martin. Um, yeah, I think the double dips are going to be popular, and the one on the fantasy that's what eleven nights. Yeah. I think that's going to be popular. So, but they are open tomorrow for gold and right. platinum. I was just going to say that. Yeah, and you got a lot of buzz around your clients so far on oh, ones yeah. that they oh, want to yeah. get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's wrap this up. I got to get it home and deal with it. Oh. <laughs> T Eccles at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And Kathy W at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. I mean, I'm literally giving you an open floor to just push yourself right. like crazy. Well, I'm right ready. Now. Let's do it. Let's, uh, <laughs> these are exciting cruises. A lot mm-hmm. of them, I think, especially a lot of European ones, have, they've tweaked it and changed it up a bit and, yeah. you know, added some new stuff. So I think that's exciting. Yeah. I, I just was, wish they would give us a heads up up because you know we we wake up and we see this and now it's like it's a normal tuesday i'm eating crazy. my bagel and next thing i know it could be worse you know it yeah. could have been next tuesday because i'm not doing this from bourbon street <laughs> so <laughs> yeah you'd have people sailing all over the place <laughs> <laughs> you're putting stuff in there that doesn't exist. the fantasy goes to new orleans <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's uh, it's all gonna be good. So I'm yeah, hoping uh, maybe do Alaska next year. So oh. my parents are turning sixty. Oh, so. both of them. Yeah. Wow. So you're doing the three night, or you're doing a fantasy soon, aren't you? I am. I'm doing yeah. the I'm doing the double dip. So it yeah. starts on Kylie's birthday. So don't bother us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't you dare say hello. <laughs> you can you can look at us from far away. Don't bother us. Now I'm thinking, <laughs> if a cruise did go to New Orleans, would it be the wonder, the magic, the fantasy, or the dream? It'd be the wonder. Hmm. You think that represents New Orleans the best? I'll think about that. Let's get back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's start moving on to uh, all of the stuff that we missed basically after the last show that we did record a couple weeks ago. Uh, we finally have the opening date for Pandora, the world of Avatar. So uh, during the earnings call that we will not be talking about, uh, they found out that uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar, would be opening at Animal Kingdom on May 27, 2017. And of course, guests can look forward to seeing floating mountains, bioluminescent plants and joining the Navi on two brand new attractions that will be located in this new land, including the Navi river journey with the bioluminescent rainforests and the Navi shaman. Um, and as well as the avatar flight of passage that will give guests the extraordinary experience of wandering through the world of Pandora atop a Banshee. So also with this, there will be a brand new dining location and shopping. And, you know, it's just really good luck that this is opening up right before we start the uh, 20th anniversary celebration of the Diz. Yeah. For those people that booked their rooms already for that first weekend, that'll be be nice for them. Yeah. It's very good time. I will not be here because I will be off getting married on that day. Boo. But I'm jealous that you guys will get to <laughs> yeah. get to explore the uh, new world of Pandora. But I'm excited to come back and check it out with Michaela. Getting yeah. married. I know. Going to the chapel <laughs> and with the sweet. It's it's going to be very married. sweet. I'm sure. Um, I'll be at Avatar. <laughs> Uh, and also along with the openings, we now know the opening year, at least for Star Wars Land at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. It will open sometime in 2019. My guess is uh, New Year's Eve, <laughs> the last day possible. So it's still the date of 2019 because there's no way they said they're going to open both at the same time and there's no way because there's no foundation laid for ours yet. But there are like buildings already yeah. in place in the uh, one in Disneyland. I think that it might be December, but I think it would be dumb of them to do it on a New Year's Eve, though, because it's already such a crowded day. I was being sarcastic, Steve. Yeah. I'm just saying it's going to be the last possible second, yeah. but I do think it will be December to coincide with the movie. Yeah. yeah. That would make sense for sure. Because it's the last of the uh, the new trilogy will be that day. Will it be that year? 2019. Hey, it might happen. It might not. We'll know. We're just excited either way. We got a I lot know. of living to do before we get to that date, so. We do. Ooh. Mm. Gotta get busy living. Bye bye, birdie. (laughs) Or get busy. Something. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) So, also announced, sadly, on May 11th, our beloved wishes will be uh, shooting off for the very last time. And we will. (laughs) Wordplay. And we will now have a brand new nighttime show happily ever after so the new nighttime spectacular that combines the magic of disney storytelling treasured disney characters fireworks and more will debut on may 12 2017 the new spectacular promises to take the audience on a musical journey in search of their very own happily ever after <clears throat> by showcasing some of the greatest disney greatest adventures of disney characters the ones that they have taken to achieve their dreams the show will feature the latest fireworks and pyrotechnics and original animation plus a heart-tugging original score. Thanks to the inclusion of state-of-the-art projection mapping technology, more Disney characters uh, than ever will 
be featured in the show, including moments from Moana, Brave, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, The Princess and the Frog, Aladdin, and many more. So who's excited about this one? Disappointed? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I love Wishes. So yeah, I do too. Um, I, I but it's, I mean, conf- it's it's a conflict because it's we all you know everyone's got a special place for wishes because it's been around for you know more than half of my life and but I think it's it's all about well, trying to find something new you know I wish that when stuff like this no that's loved so much <laughs> when they got rid of it they would like phase it out. You know, like still do it on the weekends yeah, for a little bit. Like yeah. they do like a montage of the wishes song and the new song like and, into one. On the weekend, no. but, yeah, know, there you go. The and new then stuff the new during show. the week, yeah, or, something, or every other night. Wishes is old. It's time to go. Um, I mean, it's geez. it's great. You, the song's fun. It's the thing's tough great, love. but it's yeah. But it's right? time. It's time for something. Yeah, no, new. I, I mean, I love wishes. He has I no feelings. He's a robot. I watch it every time that I can, but. You know, that's one of the things I've always I was always Cyborg. envious about with Disneyland is that for their 50th, they got a new show. They had Summer Nightastic, even though that was a bad show. Um, they upgraded it for the 60th anniversary then. And now they're bringing back. Is that the, the one 50th with the show? Uh, the chimney sweeps on the mountain? Is that the one we saw? That was the one for the 60th. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So I like, you know, it's these shows should only have a shelf life of so long. And then, you know, if people like it, bring it back. In a couple of years, it's a retro throwback. But Did y'all watch the YouTube video? Yeah, the music sounds—it's okay. I mean, it's not wishes, but I mean, you'll get used to. It. I mean, when you see the fireworks and the castle, you'll still get goosebumps. I didn't. well, I've seen this show comes from Tokyo. Or does the the projections come from somewhere else? And I've seen that. And it projecting just, it across the earth to the yeah. castle. Well, I'm not going to Tokyo it, anytime soon. It, it's one of those places, and they're bringing it over and adapting it for here. And I don't know. It, the characters that they're using for the new show just don't tug at my heart. Like, Yeah, I will say, it's. I prefer to see more classic Disney characters mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. show. I know that they need to incorporate those newer ones because there's still a lot of merchandise that goes along with them. And, uh, you know, they, they need to try to be relevant. And as quick as they can. And uh, one of the way to keep these characters in these movies more in people's mind is by adding them in these projection shows faster than they can build these attractions and uh, get them out there. But, uh, you know, it's it kind of like what Corey said. As soon as people see the fireworks in the show, they're going to be crying anyways. But, uh, you know, for a lot of people, this might be their first show that they get to see Never Had Wishes. And it's going to be just as special as it is for them, as it was for a lot of us that maybe have saw Wishes as their first show, or uh, for I me, mean, I think it was Fantasy in the Sky. Maybe I don't remember. What, uh, what, what YouTube video are you guys talking about? Was it like a preview of what this was going to be? It, yeah, it mm-hmm. was the, the the orchestra. Yeah, it was a behind the scenes look at recording the score and showing them doing some of the animation. Okay, so, for so it. it wasn't like an air it now. Here's the castle. Yeah, and there's there's uh, another one that shows whatever that show is. Overseas. Oh, okay, okay. Just, mm-hmm. just for anybody out there like me who didn't know. So now Wishes. you know. Wishes. Oh gosh. I have bad. heard uh, some people. I don't know if it was on the boards or somewhere. I saw people thinking that maybe the projections would be a way for them to cut back on the fireworks. Yes, oh. like uh, too. It's going to be like yeah. the less expensive than Wishes was. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we knew. So they started with the the Star Wars. Fireworks over at Hollywood Studios really cut down on fireworks. Jingle bell, jingle bam. They took away even more fireworks 
and a lot of people didn't like the show specifically for that reason and now i think they found the perfect balance between being able to project as well as shoot off fireworks and that's what we're going to see with this new show and uh you know I, i guess the thing is if there's not that many fireworks in it people lose their mind that's why they have guest relations uh, they'll they'll listen eventually if enough people complain, but um, you know you have to be willing to voice. Yeah, don't opinion. just walk out unhappy. Make sure you let them know you're unhappy, and not you know, not even in a yelling at them way. Just yeah. be like, "Hey, I don't like this. It's not a good show. Give me something better." Well, I don't know where the Rivers of Light story comes mm-hmm. into the news, but for Rivers of Light, they sent everybody that like had a fast pass got a survey. So Disney seems to be wanting feedback yeah. on things. So they'll probably do that with this show when it yeah. starts. Well, uh, we'll be wrapping up the the whole show with a little bit of Rivers of Light just because got a little bit of a video and stuff with it, too. But we will get there. I think we've kind of wore out the new fireworks show. So let's also mention something that happened and was announced. Ticket prices and annual passes went up in price. So... Uh, on Sunday, February 12th, Disney World raised the price on both park tickets and annual passes. For the majority of the Walt Disney World theme parks, mid-tier tickets will cost $107, up from $102. Peak season tickets uh, for spring break, summer, Christmas break cost $119, up from $114. A one-day visit during the least popular value days will cost $99, up from $97. Magic Kingdom has a premium tacked onto its admission. Prices will ri- have risen for value in regular seasons, but the peak price has remained unchanged at $124. The mid-tier ticket will rise from $115 from $110. Uh, and the prices above are for adults ages 10 and up and do not include tax. And all tickets will have expiration dates. Uh, all They all do now have expiration dates, not just single-day tickets. The dates will vary. Annual pass prices increased as well, Florida resident gold passes with blockout dates during Christmas and spring break cost $559, up from $549. Platinum passes with no blockout dates cost $679, up from $649. The price of preferred parking, an option added last year, will rise to $40 instead of $35. And that's basically the gist of it. So Prices went up. Prices went up. Well, I d- Go you ahead. can go first. I was going to say. No, you go first. <laughs> if you buy a package, the ticket prices haven't gone up. They're still what yes. the ticket prices were. But when 2018 packages come out, then the ticket prices will rise. So if you're thinking of doing it, buy a package and you'll get the better pricing. Um, I was just going to say, the thing I think is kind of interesting about the different tiers when they released them last time is like, I didn't initially really like them, and I still don't know how I feel about them. But I will say I thought it was kind of interesting that this year the Magic Kingdom didn't re- reach capacity on, like, Christmas Day or something like that this I think year. Chris, there was only one day. That it reached capacity. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's because people are now really looking at whether or not getting the peak tickets are worth it. And maybe it is yeah. helping Disney actually even out the crowds a little bit. So It could be. Good point. Good. Yes. So... Moving on in the news cycle, Jeez. <laughs> we're getting there. 
We're really getting there. Uh, big changes coming to Coronado Springs Resort and Caribbean Beach Resort. Uh, Disney announced uh, that there will be expansion and updates of Coronado Springs and Caribbean Beach. At Coronado Springs, Disney is building a new 15-story tower with 500 suites and concierge-level rooms. Current rooms will also get a refresh, as will the landscaping around the resort, which will be transformed into floating gardens and an island oasis that connects the resort through a series of bridges. The new tower will feature a view of Lago Dorado and include rooftop dining with a fireworks view. Over at Caribbean Beach, Disney will be adding to Centertown, the current marketplace. New waterfront dining and retail shopping areas are on the horizon with the aim of giving guests more convenient access to those services. Uh, and there is no timeline for any of these projects to begin with. And I know Kathy's at least excited about Caribbean Beach. No, I'm very sad. I want to go. Well, really? Yes, I want to go have a vacation before they start ripping the resort apart. Um, mid. Was it ever put together? Yeah, oh, it I'm, was. I'm just, I'm playing. But, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I get that, you know, that was the resort that when we had one of our trainings that they said that was the most uh, complained about resort or whatever that because the custom house is away from like the rest of the resort so hopefully they're bringing like check-in services over it so, is it sets off by itself well here's the thing i kind of hold a special place in my heart like you because it's the first disney resort i ever stayed at mm-hmm. when i came for grad night oh, i thought i was gonna say something else Glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> but they're taking down barbados and martinique will be closed starting mid-may so that's sort of i mean i get Progress has to happen, but it's still sad that it's going to. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of progress all over Walt Disney World right now. So yeah. it's and getting crazy that, that, sad? that they can if, do that. If this is your once in a lifetime trip and everywhere you go now on property, there's something going on. So maybe in what, five years, they'll be all done with construction? I mean, it would be nice. It, it is it, if you're getting off that exit to go. If you're coming off I four and you're going toward like Caribbean Beach or Hollywood Studios or Disney Springs, it's just construction, construction, construction. You get to the exit, construction, construction, yep. construction. You're going to get to your resort, construction in your resort. So it's kind of like maybe pick one that's on the other side of the Disney yeah. World. Right well, now. personally, for me, I think the uh, the addition to Coronado Springs sounds absolutely amazing. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's it's already a very big resort and very popular with a lot of the uh, the the business people that come through because they have the conference center and cheerleaders will stay there all the time and you know, but not as obnoxious as it is over at Pop and the All Stars. Um, so the the resort's already great and it just seems like they're they're really going to class it up an extra level uh, I, with the new with the new tower and I like I like tall hotels. I like so rooftop dining. I love that Disney's yeah. in this trend right now of offering mm-hmm. us, you know, the, the Coke store's got that top floor, SDK, and the photos you guys shared of um, Paddlefish. Like, oh, yeah. it's just, you can't beat, no matter your feelings on Florida, whatever, you can't beat a Florida sunset. So when you, you're you up there watching this happen, oh yeah, you know what I mean? And then on top of that, then if you were able to see the nighttime shows from up there, too, pfft. Yeah. Well, anytime you're you're up high, even on an attraction like um, Expedition Everest, like yeah. when you're climbing... 
it's like you're you're just looking everywhere to see what you can see. You can see oh, everything. I can see that yeah, oh, I can see this. I, can, I that, think it's fun. I think the other thing people like too is when they have a tower. It, that means that the rooms you reach from the inside, and I think some people mm-hmm. prefer that rather than like a lot of Disney resorts are like almost the motel style where you enter from the outside. Oh, even at the moderate, interesting. Yeah. So I think a lot of people might like that. You know, it's like almost like a privacy thing. Of you know, you know you don't you know you're kind of have your own access to your room and no one can look into your window yeah. basically that's mm-hmm. i never really thought about it that way that's a good point they've already started tearing 9a down at coronado yeah so construction started i will be very happy to see it finished as well should we keep talking about things that are high <laughs> what what Permits have been filed for potential Disney World gondola. Mm. Oh, that story happened, too. I thought you were going to talk about the Um, Florida permit. (laughs) (laughs) No, so uh, WDW Magic, uh, another unofficial Disney fan site, uh, may have discovered permits for what might be a gondola that could transport guests from Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Caribbean Beach, and Art of Animation. Uh, You know... We've always talked about the expansion of the monorail for years uh, and how expensive it would be. So the speculation is that a gondola system might be a more economical way to create alternative transportation systems. Uh, you know, there have been gondola types in the gondola type attractions in the past with the the Skyway at Magic Kingdom in Disneyland. So think that, but on a much larger size. And gondola transportation actually is becoming more popular uh, in urban planning and new york city hong kong singapore and other large cities have their own systems and uh, disney could be doing it as well of course there's no official announcement but what do we think about this is it going to just ruin the whole line of sight with having gondolas going across if it actually happens or are we excited that i I, it sounds for me it i this sounds like a cool it sounds like it fits in you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's something it different. It's a mode of transportation you don't see everywhere. So it's, it reminds me of the monorail or something like that. Like that doesn't really l- ruin my line of sight. I, I didn't think about that till you said that though. Um, but I love the idea that it's it's air conditioned, and if it works like how the um, wheel at um, the Orlando Eye works, how you how they load that because it kind of comes down. And it's a slow to getting to the platform, so you kind of have to move, get in, and go. Yeah, so like at a ski resort, how gondolas work is they actually detach off of oh. the tow line, and they swing around really slow. So like for skiing, you have enough time for everyone to get inside, attach their skis or their snowboards to the outside, or if it's summertime, bikes, and then um, bring your bikes inside. And then it will attach back on and then take off going up the hill. So, uh, yeah, it's very with that. The loading process is slow enough that, let's say, uh, you know, it can be ADA accessible. I know that was something a lot of people were worried about because it is so slow of process for people to get on. There's plenty of enough time. Um, Well, Teresa and I, we went on the the Orlando Eye. And that was the one where, like, I feel like we – I had that fear where I was like, we have to jump in. But, like – you know, you're in and you're like, oh, okay, there was plenty of time. Like, Were you there yeah. with me? Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's how you that's how it's on film. That's right. Yeah. The, um, you tried to scare me. So Steve? I saw, yes. I saw in the comments a lot of people making a good point that the in Florida with how many storms and electric like, you know, 
mm. getting hit by lightning. That that kind of was like, ooh, that does kind of seem like a creepy. I don't think it's about, any yeah. more a threat of getting hit by lightning than the monorail is. Yeah, though. but wouldn't it be a you large? Feel you're more enclosed in the monorail, though. Yeah, and, and it's like a large metal. And there are more people in your cabin with the monorail with snacks. They would stop service. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would say it's more of an issue in terms of like the wind than anything else. They'd start getting worried if it was heavy rains and rough winds. Um, but they must have come up with a way around this. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing this oh, yeah. in all big right. cities. Yeah. There's, um, so. I had a little bit of trouble uh, visualizing this. And there's a good video up that um, they made. Is it Emirates um, built the one in London for the 2012 Olympics? And it kind of shows how that one moved through the city. And it was, uh, it's interesting. Because if it's on that scale... It it functions even differently than like I was imagining. So when I looked at that video, then I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I could I'm see this." I'm on board working. if it makes it all futuristic looking. And, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward know? to it. I mean, I'm on board if it gets more cars off the roads too. Yeah, yeah. I'm up for. I, I hope they make it that you can just go ride it around like the monorail. Yeah, yeah that would be great. Sitting on it, going back and Riding forth. Around. I would love that. Same time yeah. it stops. What do you yeah, think, Kathy? I, I don't like high places and, and <laughs> hanging off a wire sort of bothers me. But again, I know it's Disney, so they've thought of that. But I think it'd be pretty cool. And I think it would bring, if it, it's going to the moderate resorts, that brings something to the moderate resorts yeah. that the deluxe resorts don't exactly. have. I'll just chloroform you before you get in. Yeah, pass that works. out. Wake up. Like, where am I? I want to be there when we do that. So, don't worry, Kathy. <laughs> I'm usually okay if you give me my camera and say, "Take pictures out the window." Well, chloroform. <laughs> you know, I like, choose the 1920s way of drugging right. people. Um, <laughs> you and Casey Anthony. So retro. Oh dear God. Okay, so let's let's close up with the news with our final fun news story. Uh, the Florida women who are suing Disney over the people mover injury. Uh, two sisters, Jamie Gentile and Jackie Hurley from South Florida, claim they were injured on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover in Disney's Magic Kingdom in 2015 and are now suing Disney for more than $15,000. According to the Orlando Sentinel, the lawsuit filed by the Orange Circuit Court claimed the sisters were injured when the ride malfunctioned, causing the passenger cars to crash into one another disney has not commented on the issue but if and when they respond we will give you all the details as we always do uh jeffrey delman the attorney for jamie gentile and jackie hurley says that the two sisters were transported to the hospital by ambulance the attorney claimed that jamie gentile and injured her jaw she injured her jaw, which required surgery, and Jackie Hurley had apparent spine and neck injuries, which oh also gosh. required surgery. Uh, I can speak on this because I have seen them collide before. Yeah. Uh, I worked in the Magic Kingdom for my college program in 2013, and they do hit, and sometimes they hit each other really hard, so mm. I do not think that they're fabricating the fact that the monorails hit each other. Um, the people I, mover? The people or the, mover. The people mover, excuse me. <laughs> the, the people mover uh, hit each other, the trains. Um, but what I, what I will say is that during my college program, they did make the change in the spiel that when the attraction stops, uh, my fiance had to say this. It, they have to say this when the ride stops. She worked on the ride. Uh, they say um, vehicle bumping may occur when the ride restarts. So please remain seated. So if they were just in their seats and these vehicles hit each other, the, you know, I don't want to say that they're fabricating their story because I don't want to get into that issue, but it does seem a little odd that, 
you know, these vehicles have hit before and no one's have has had these issues and these women have suddenly had these issues and this happens kind of all the time. So mm-hmm. unless they were standing or doing something they shouldn't have been doing, I don't really see Well she could have been bending over she had yeah. her jaw. She could have been bending over been, looking in her bag yeah, or something. Maybe slammed her jaw on the side or Is it safe to assume that Disney has video of the attraction? I don't know that it would go back that far, but of when what, the, the trains hit each other? Yeah, like that they... Uh, they I don't have know if a, the incident when they... But I'm sure they are aware because I've seen it. it I've seen them collide enough that, like, I I was working at the Carousel of Progress and they collided above me. And I, it sounds almost like, not to the extreme of a car crash, but they are they do hit okay. pretty hard. Yeah. I have yeah. Nev- the millions yeah. of times I've been on there, I have never had yeah. that happen. I've collided before, but not... Really? Not badly. Like bumper car kind of? Yeah. It's a, it's essentially bumper car where if you're I, I could understand if you were sitting in an awkward position or if you did break the rolls and stand up, you could actually be thrown and jostled right. a little bit. Um, but, you know, if you if you're sitting there watching it and you can tell it's happening, it's going to happen. You know, you, you have a little bit more time to brace right. for it and and take the impact. Well, so es- especially if the cast member is spilling what they're supposed to be spilling and saying, like, vehicle bumping may occur. Please remain seated. Right. You know, if you're just sitting normally. It should be fine, but guests don't listen. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I'm saying that from a guest. Some do, some do, but most don't. I'm, hey, I was a cast member, and, yeah. and I'm currently a guest. I'm just saying. Let's continue. <laughs> Let us continue by ending my 40 minutes of talking because we are done with the news, and that means we're going to move on to a roundtable rapid fire because no one's in the parks. Or do we have someone in the parks? I'm here at Pirates of the Caribbean. I can't do it again. So I could, <laughs> if, if I could have moved to the well, camera, I would have went in front of the Splash Mountain poster. <laughs> okay, well then let's just move on to Rapid Fire. And of course we will start with Teresa. What do we got? Um, what do we have? <laughs> Gosh. Hollywood, I was going to say, it is Hollywood Studios. The little side entrance to Hollywood Studios where you can come up the sidewalk there and get into the park. You can't do that anymore. Might come back, but it's you can still exit that way, but you can't go in that way. So there's no guard for bag check or anything. They divert you around to the main entrance. This is sad. This was the best kept Disney secret. Yeah, I know, right? Yes. My spot. It's the only way I ever went in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah me too. Right yeah. past guest services, and you're in. Yep. Wonder why, Corey? What do you think? I have no idea. Maybe they're trying to, you know, they need more security guards up front. And one, oh, I have no idea. I don't know how they're going to redirect you though, because it's going to require a cast member to or, be there anyway. Yeah, so or if it's right. that a tram, cast member, parking yeah. uh, the tram road right yeah. there, I have no idea. Well, I was there um, right before they like it must have been two days day before or something like that before this like officially closed because there was an A frame up that said on that side of the road that um, right where you go up, you know where the green railing is. It said entrance to the park this way yeah. with the arrow to cross the thing but i was like well i can see the security guard and that's new so i'm gonna go up that way anyways so i don't know i'm almost wondering if you know we since they added metal detectors and stuff uh one thing that everyone's talked about like at magic kingdom other places are they going to make a more permanent uh permanent structure for the metal detectors and you know like it have an overhang right now yeah. they just have tents pop-up tents over top of those um 
in that s- such a small space there, it's already crowded going through the bag check area there. You can mm-hmm. just make it through on both sides to try to build like a structure to house these metal detectors too. You're starting to ask a lot for a very small space. Whereas if you make everyone just go that way, it opens things up a little bit more. Um, but that's just, that's just my take. They're getting ready to do that because the metal detectors aren't going away. Those are here no. to stay. So um, they might as well start adapting and getting the guest flow as best as possible uh, with them all. So thank you. Sad. Yes. Everything's sad. Sad, sad, sad. Steve. Everything okay. is sad. Okay. In Tomorrowland, another Tomorrowland story for me. Uh, there's going to be a new Joffrey's coffee kiosk in Tomorrowland, and it's going to be next to the little dance show side, like where uh, the Incredibles dance. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. It used to be called Club Club Six Two Six, but I don't remember what it's called anymore. That oh, little, over there yeah. in that little yeah. corner area. Don't pretend like you don't dance your nights away over there. <laughs> so a little I don't more have coffee, it. huh? Uh, but yeah, opening March seven or twenty seventeen, they will be offering beverages uh, exclusive to the Magic Kingdom. Hmm. The S'mores Latte is going to be one of them, uh, and that's all they say. But Sounds cool. I like any any new stuff is fun. Um, yeah. I like coffee. Yeah. Are they still testing the the guest <laughs> relations area? In, uh, yeah, like, they are. They are. I when I actually first saw, I was on the mon- the reason I took that picture, I from the the people mover is because I assumed that that's where they were moving the guest relations. Because that seems more appropriate. Yeah. To be, I mean, I don't know. I I drink coffee every morning, but. You know, well, and not, also, not through the day, but I, I think that would be a great spot for they another ha- guest relations location. They have, they could just like serve coffee at the the ice cream place or something. I don't understand why they have to or have it. the guest relations cast members serve coffee. That'd be, that'd be a fun twist. <laughs> you know, budget cuts. I like coffee. Kathy. Okay. If you've ever wanted to have your picture taken with the Oscar statue. It's now happening over at One Man's Dream through um, Oscar night, February 26th. You can stand there and get your picture taken. There's a security guard that stands there. We did ours a couple years ago. It's, it's, oh, the statue. Yeah, I'm the thinking statue. the grout. Oscar the yeah, grout. there's a guy that, that you know stays with the, the statue 24 hours a day. So if you want your picture taken, One Man's Dream. What movie does it come from? Nope. I don't. I don't. I don't think it comes from a movie. I think oh. it's just a generic Oscar. That's sad. Yeah. That's it can be whatever you want it to be. I don't dream that high, um, Corey. But he does like coffee. <laughs> but I do like coffee. <laughs> All right, coming soon um, this spring, you can meet BB-8 at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh-huh. This will. Um, this is from Star Wars, obviously. Um, this is in addition to Kylo Ren and Chewbacca, so um, you'll get a chance to meet. Uh, BB. Um, the exact dates have not been released, but um, yeah, so cool. cool. Something new. I'm very excited for this. I am. It feels a little too late. Yeah, it's, but... a, it's a little like, okay, a little after the thought, but that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he just signed his contract and he, he couldn't come before that. Never mind. Got to get the, got to get the uh, little robot. The wheels turning on that one, huh? Union. Because uh, <laughs> he's a bally rolls. He's bald. That's another one where I'm like worried about guests being stupid around it and like don't touch BB-8. Well, I think I think BB-8 of it more or... like, um, well, you know, I guess Push didn't have the following that BB-8 has, but you know, it's 
you don't know. Just a little different. <laughs> Just a little different. But people like interacting with push, push or interacting space. with this, I think it's going to kind of be the same. You're going to have to have that sort of, you know. He's going to have to have a little handler with him. Or, oh, know. absolutely. He can Someone's going to roll away with him. Right? Not a little handler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kathy over here with the jokes. <laughs> I'm excited to meet BB-8. I can just say that. You've not I, met him yet? Uh, no, I actually haven't met BB-8 yet. How? You, I don't think you've been able to until no. this moment in time. Oh, okay. He was behind the glass before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was shielded. I'm very excited. Rhino, you've got a rapid fire for us. He's coming out. Oh, I was talking about BB. I do. <laughs> um, that happened a long time ago. Um, so Geyser Point Bar and Grill is now open at Disney's Wilderness Lodge Resort. Steve and myself went over to check out the opening on Monday of last week. Um, and I have to say that this photo doesn't even give this little place a justice. So it's really cool and open, like you can see very clearly if you're watching this in this photo. Um, and it sits right on the water on, uh, is it, what is that, Seven Seas? No, Bay Lake. Is that, Bay Lake? Okay, I always get that. Too mixed up. Um, uh, and you can get um, – it's all that Pacific Northwest theme that the whole resort is themed after. So it uses um, specific types of, like, vodka and, and, like, bourbon that are from those areas to make their drinks. So they have a couple drinks that are very exclusive to that area um, as well as a secret drink. What's the secret drink? The Blue Wilderness. 1025. And it is – it's got uh, – Can I see a picture of it? Oh, yeah, can you? Oh, my gosh, you sure can. I didn't know this was this detailed. So if you're watching, Ooh. there's a photo of the Blue Wilderness. Um, it's got uh, Curacao. Um, there was pineapple juice and Windex. the Zodiac vodka, yeah, I believe. Good. It was good. It was good. And it was cheaper than the, the other drinks, too. But um, so there is – so what's kind of interesting about this – bar is it has its own menu with like bites that you can get like um like edamame there was like the spicy edamame that we could mm. get um so we tried that off of there there was some other there was some char- 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 charcuterie 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 uh which i don't know what that is and um there was <laughs> some so salmon good. thing that was like a salmon paste not tartare oh, but it was it was another word i had to ask her what it was i think it's trying to be like a like little a fancier, or? like a little nicer. No, it wasn't pate, but it was. It reminded me of that same texture. Is what you described it, like a mousse. Um, mm. But you it's can also there's a uh, a walk up uh, food window uh, to go window, and um, if you just ask your server when you sit down at the bar, they'll bring you over the menu, and you can order off of that menu as well. And while I was there, I got this delicious uh, salmon BLT. Mm. Um, and it came with, everybody knows I love quinoa. It was a little quinoa salad. It was fries or quinoa salad. That's healthy. You like quinoa? I love quinoa. Yeah, me too. It was, it was, and it was like, it was good. It was the, it was a big, big chunk of salmon. Um, the sandwich was great. Um, I mean, we were sitting right by the water. It was wonderful. Steve, you got something. Um, I got the remember? bison burger. Yeah. And the Chick-fil-A I, didn't, fries. I didn't realize how gamey or, uh, dr- like dry bison is. Yeah. Not gamey, uh. What is it? it is on the it's on the drier side. So. Yeah, so I wasn't expecting that, but I I love the location of this place. Um, did they? Uh, let me interrupt. Did they ask you to how you wanted your burger? They cooked? didn't. No. And I huh. I normally would. I, it's almost like a quick service location where you don't get that option. Like you just oh, say like okay. this is what I want, and they say okay, here you go. All right. Um. So that was kind of disappointing, but um, I think I, it, I think the location itself is great, and I think the everything else about it is going to improve. 
So this is like one of my new favorite locations. It, yeah, it fits in perfectly with the theming of the restaurant. It's in a beautiful location. It's very quiet. You can hop right on the boats and take that right over to the entrance of Magic Kingdom. Or if you're at Magic Kingdom, it would be a great place to slip, uh, slip away, have like an afternoon drink um, or a snack, and then go back into the Magic Kingdom because we know it doesn't serve alcohol. Um, I wonder if it'll get super busy because it doesn't seem like it has a high capacity. But honestly, this... We went there. We shot the Daily Fix there. I sat with my computer. We did a, the vlog, and I was still like, oh, is there any more reason why I don't have to leave this place right now? What was there before? Was no, it anything? It was the, the beach and the uh, bike rental. and so it's right, Okay, so it's right down there. Wasn't there the pool bar right there? Um, no, there pool is bars. another pool bar still it, over there. Yeah, it's yeah. right next to it. And I'm actually kind of concerned that it will get closed because it's so close, and they you know, it's essentially they serve a lot of the same things. I mean, they have the specialty drinks here, so I'm assuming that. I don't think it'll close because the pool bar is inside of the fence, so it, you're yeah. not going to leave the fenced area to go out and then go back in. Yeah, I guess if the, your that one's more convenient for people. Yeah, I guess out that's the pool. true. Okay. I'm, I'm just thinking, knowing Disney and budget cuts happening and stuff like that, that they're going to say this one's 20 yards away. I mean, well, I feel I feel sorry for the bartenders working at the you know. That, that oh, other yeah. other one because I think a lot of people are going to go hang out at the other one and this, that's going to be more of a well this one's supposed to be a part of like the DVC and mm-hmm. the other one is supposed to be a part of the resort I but, mean obviously you can do whichever one but yeah the 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 geyser point is seems a little more upscale than just the pool bar you know but well and they're so close that I feel like people are just going to go to that one but yeah well there's a vlog on our YouTube page youtube.com slash unplug that you can check out if you want to see the our review of it and a little more of what it looks like in there. I'm very excited to go check it out. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it quite a bit. Have coffee. Craig likes coffee. I do like coffee. I think they did have coffee. Good. Yeah. Okay, well, that will lead us into our final topic for today's show, and that is Rivers of Light, the new nighttime show uh, that is at Animal Kingdom that took almost a year to finally open up. Uh, Of course, its official opening date was this past uh, Friday, February 17th, but it actually opened up uh, a little bit earlier on the 10th to start doing soft open previews uh, for people lucky enough to be in town at that point or get fast passes for it. So uh, before we uh, before we start the talking about it, we'll show just a short video of some highlights of the show um, for anyone who wants to get an idea of what the final product ended up actually looking like. Um, if you are listening to this and not watching, you'll be able to find this on YouTube later. The highlights reel, but let's go ahead and take it away, Mr. Rhino. So, <laughs> um, that was a little look at just some of the highlights of it. Not all of the highlights. I don't, hey, if you don't like the show, then it's not even a highlight at all. Highlights <laughs> imply something good. Um, I saw the show. I believe Rhino saw the show. Yes. Who else saw the show? Kathy did. Steve didn't. Bad Disney fan, Steve. Uh, Teresa, he was I know. And everything. You're starting to turn into Kathy. You go to bed before the dark. So... <laughs> But Kathy's willing to struggle through it. I know Corey hasn't seen it either. Um, a lot of people haven't watched it. You know, normally uh, YouTube people are really good about getting it out, uh, kind of like us. But um, it's unless you are in like one of one of the countries that it's not blocked in, uh, you, you haven't been able to watch it yet. 256 um, countries it's blocked in. Yeah, it's a ridiculous amount, including the United States. So sorry, we want to show you the full show. It's just... Disney Wait, says no, what no, you're no. About? Um, YouTube, for the most part, will be good about like if you're uploading 
like a fireworks show, let's say wishes, mm-hmm. you know, they, they will mark it down as copyright. But so Disney will get paid every time that the music's played in there. Okay. Part of copyright sharing. Uh, with Rivers of Light, it's just all blocked. So no one can watch it. Will it always be that way? I don't know. But the whole point is to come and see Rivers Light in person because I think that's the type of show that it is. Um, There will be no video that can do it justice. Um, I know it's it's changed and adapted from what it was originally supposed to be. So we've heard and been told um, it is now a, you know, right around the 15 minute marks in terms of the show. And it is a beautiful mixture of music, uh, the the floating lotus blossoms, uh, the the animal lantern barges, as well as some water projections that finally they were able to master because we know how much of a disaster they were yep. for uh, Jungle Book Alive with Magic. I actually really enjoyed this show, and I was not expecting to at all. Wasn't like the preview, huh? No, no, no. I mean, this show is... I don't want to say it in a rude way. Uh, the show is slightly underwhelming. You're not left with that big, yeah, yeah, that big wow moment. Um, it just it never happens. But I don't think that's also a bad thing. Um, I, I would describe it as like Illuminations meets World of Color with Animal Kingdom theme, but al- the but also a junior version of that. So it's not. Mm. Don't expect that level of those two shows. But it's 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 like a junior version of that. I always go like a like a. I don't know how else to. I judge everything on, like, goosebump moments. Like, do you get goosebumps? There's no R.L. Stein moments now. But do you have to every time? Oh, you know, like with it's the a, with shows, you're like, used to like it that. with a nighttime yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think that. For me, this is like this would be the equivalent of if Animal Kingdom cast members were all lined up as you're leaving the park at the end of the night saying bye. That's what I kind of see this as. It's, yeah, you all that. get you get seated, and you know, you just see that recap of you know this is nature this, this is, is your day yeah. and hear the music and it's kind of like their way of saying here we hope up. you end with a nice peaceful day full of love now get out and stop at starbucks <laughs> on the way out please i do have an issue my issue with the show though is it's great i, I mean it's good it, it's it's a good show it's decent um obviously like way too overhyped uh but like i i think it's a great addition to the park however it's just it's only 15 minutes which is fine but the amount of your day that's going to take for you to get into that mm-hmm. arena and then once you're done and out it's the amount of time it took uh, the show was 15 minutes what so i was there 7:15 to 7:30 i didn't get into my car until like 8:15 and i was like going as fast as i could walk from right there which is kind of close to the entrance it's not that far away um to my car that was parked kind of close and like it shouldn't really take me you know, 45 minutes, almost an hour to get from that arena to there. And that's, it's just, there was a second show that night. So the walkways in Animal Kingdom aren't built wide enough to handle 5,000 people exiting a show at once. And it, it's, you know, it's too dark. And the cast members who had signs, you had to be right up on their sign yeah. to, to know which way to go for Fast Pass. And my point with the show was I, I got. When I saw it finally, I got why it took them so long. Mm-hmm. The technical side of things, yeah, yeah, I, it made me understand that and sort of like forgive them for that. But I came away like, okay, so what am I supposed to feel? Because Disney's always very good at like tugging at your heartstrings, and it's like, okay, so I saw these animals and I saw the fire and I saw the water, but it's like, 
Okay. Because it didn't have the story. Right. It didn't exactly. have a story yeah. to it. Or you didn't tell me, oh, you know, like the poachers are coming in. Or, right. Well, make you your know. own little backstory to but it. When we all can't be you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're, you're doing all that and you've hyped this show so much, it's like they need five minutes in there, uh, like at the beginning, like Warden Wilson, you know. Or, is, or j- uh, you know, just add something to it to give you like some backstory to why they're doing what they're doing out on the water. So here's, here's part of it though. When Corey and I first saw the, the original preview before they showed us like the little bit of the, the blossoms and everything working on the water and the projections, the people who were on the boats actually started out on land in front of us. All those lanterns that were kind of like hanging out over the water. They all came out and they picked them up and they were kind of, and there was a narration Along with it, too, from what I remember. I didn't watch the video back. So huh. I think there that must have been one of the parts that was chopped out. I don't know if that was special okay. for us just that night. But there was a little bit more with the characters as part of it. So okay. I, you know. Because honestly, I was confused by the human on, humans on the boat. Like, I was confused yeah. about... Where they were, I'm mean, assuming they were just travelers on the sea or something. I didn't, I didn't really boats. pick that up. Yeah, it, so I mean, they were cool. I liked the boats, and I liked that there were people out there. <laughs> Disney put out a video too of the um, material that they used for the cast members' costumes yeah. and the detail that they went into. And they're, they're like, every time you see the show, you'll notice something different in their costumes, but they're really not close enough to you. No, to check I, out. I was using a zoom lens on my camera, and I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't see it. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Uh, it, it's not. It's not the perfect Disney nighttime show by any means, but I do think that it's actually the perfect nighttime show for Animal Kingdom. It's a cool show. I, yeah, I think it just blends well. I do. I love the technology in it. When when the one barges, the set of barges has. Um, the projections even coming out on that as well. Mm-hmm. So you have the big projection, the water projections, and then the barges have them too. Like that's really, that's where you see like, you, if this stuff is even a little bit out of sync, it's not going to visually right. look right. Are you and, talking about the part when like it was the, they were doing the projection and then the lotuses started yes, doing the projection yeah. and they were, yeah, that part was cool. That part I was like, Oh, okay. Cause it, it was like, you don't even realize the screen is starting to expand and move outward. You know, so it makes it like multi-dimensional. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's good in that way. I, you know, I almost hope that the crowds don't resonate with this show as much, so that way it's a lot easier to yeah, get exactly. in and actually mm-hmm. get a seat for it. Um, that would be great. I'm uh, hoping, like I said, was saying before that they sent fast pass holders. Um, the survey and they asked very pointed questions about how did this work, how was the traffic yeah. getting in and getting out. Um, that they actually, you know how we always say, due to guest demand, hopefully due to guest demand, they add something to the show and maybe tweak some of this stuff, and it will be a great show. Like a little pre-show, little yeah. or a little, maybe just a little, you know how sometimes like World of Color has a little tag at the very end, like if you just stay and listen, there's like the full song that plays yeah. at the yeah. end or something. Something like that, a little bit extra. Um, but I will I will say, so even even though it was difficult to leave, you can kind of see how Animal Kingdom's really coming together at night as I was leaving. And I don't know if this is always going to be the case or just because it was the opening day, but because there was two shows. But as I was leaving, there was like a dance party thing um, yeah, going on been. the side. Then there was the Tree of Life projection started as I was walking through that area. And then I was thinking, you know, in like four more months, three more months, whatever, um, 
there's going to be another nighttime area I can yeah. go to and see Pandora and see all the forests yeah. lit up right now and be walking around in there. So I see what they're doing. They're trying to draw you into all areas of the park at night and really say, like, it's alive. So maybe I think this show could really benefit from not being the last thing at night, yeah. from being like, stay at 7 p.m. and if the park's open till 9, that's great. Yeah. You know? No, it's a plan. A- Avatar still needs to be the highlight of being there at night. Rivers of Light just needs to be something that is helping get people away from all wanting to be yes. in Avatar at the end of the night. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and that's all that matters today. Yeah, it was nice to see. <laughs> it was nice to see people in Animal Kingdom because it sort of reminded me yeah. of what downtown Disney was like when you could like go bowling down the street. There was nobody there, and then now Disney Springs is the place to be. Yeah. Animal Kingdom is getting to be a popular place to be again. It felt Changes alive, game. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Yes. So, thank you guys for sharing your opinions on it. I hope. Uh, I hope people enjoyed listening to it. And I believe that's all we actually have for today. So I want to say thank you to everyone who is here at the table with me uh, for getting along with this show and helping helping share our thoughts and opinions. And uh, thank you to everyone out there for actually watching and listening to it. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, make sure you're leaving comments below and you're subscribed to us on YouTube. So Be kind. Uh, and be kind. Be yes. Kind. Be kind in the comments. But as I say in the Universal show, also... Feel free to leave your bad feedback, too. We enjoy getting angry over it. <laughs> do I we? Will, I will stew. I oh, do. I do. I, I stew, and I, I throw my computer. This, do you know how hard it is to keep getting the same stickers? Oh, no, nope, this is one of my yeah, I was just going to say, no. Uh, it's, it's a joke. But I get it. <laughs> you're so out of it. Next video on Patreon, Craig reads comments. Right. <laughs> we so, all read them, though. Like, Whether people think we do or not, we're, we read the comments. We do. That's actually a great idea. We could do it like they do on the Tonight Show or whatever with the angry Me tweets. tweets. Yeah. 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 Corey. Copyrighted Corey. God, there's no reason why <laughs> right? you're the president. There we go. Let's go live do that. tonight. I'll do live do tonight it. and read the comments. Yeah. That's awesome. We <laughs> have a new fun. idea. Yay. Wow. Now I have to go through collecting all the worst comments about all of you and keep them in a document. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that. So leave your comments, subscribe <laughs> on here, iTunes, everywhere. Uh, again, we appreciate everything. So that's going to do it for this episode, but we will be back with you next week for the next episode of the Diz Unplugged. Until then, everyone, hope you have a great week.